Hello, this is Annie Catherine, host of the multi-award-winning podcast, Soulful Series. Thank you for joining me as I chat with award-winning authors who have written a memoir or nonfiction motivational book and have an uplifting message to share. Hi, everyone. I'm here with Zibby Owens. She is an award-winning podcaster, author, CEO, and founder of Moms Don't Have Time To, and CEO and co-founder of Zibby Books. She is an, the editor of the award-winning anthology, Moms Don't Have Time To, a quarantine anthology. Thank you so much, Zibby, for being here. You're so welcome. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I'm so excited to talk to you. So go ahead and tell us why you decided to create this anthology. Yes. And I actually have another one coming out, if I can even find it. Here, I'm going to grab it to show you. Okay. Um, but <laughs> because I'm doing such a bad job on publicity for this book, Moms Don't Have Time to Have Kids is also coming out November 2nd. Um, so I'm excited about that too. Yeah. But basically, the answer is the same for both. Why I did these anthologies, I started my podcast in March of 2018 called Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. And I interview an author for every episode. And after the interviews, which as we were talking, people don't have much time to listen or to talk for more than about half an hour, there was so much more I wanted to know and hear, um, things that I just wanted to find out more about. So I thought maybe I could ask the authors to write essays on different topics that seemed really interesting to me from what they had said um, or a background I knew they had. For instance, somebody talked about marathon running as an aside and I was like, oh, interesting. Well, I'd like to hear more about that. So I came up with all these different areas of life that moms don't have time to do. And I commissioned all these essays on different topics. For the first one, I did it all during the pandemic. Originally, it was going to be just like a big website of essays. And I kind of have already started that now. And moms don't have time to write on Medium. Yes. But uh, these essays I did before all that started um, for the first book, Moms Don't Have Time To. So during the quarantine, some of which were written right before, but many written during the quarantine about all sorts of things moms didn't have time to do, but not that themselves, just inspired by those topics. I'm not explaining this very well, but no, moms don't have time to eat, have sex, uh, read all, all sorts of things. And then the essays were inspired by those things. Mm -hmm. So it ended up being a collection of personal essays, as is my second one. And the second one is because there were even more topics I wanted to hear about. So the second one includes, you know, moms don't have time to write, moms don't have time to get sick or um, uh, all sorts of read, read and yeah. anyway, oh, yeah. <laughs> listen, to, listen to how like, okay, the second one is moms don't have time to sleep, get sick, see friends, write and lose weight. Yes. Um, and I wanted a whole new crop of authors to write for that one. So that's what I did. Oh, good. So people who've written for the first one aren't in the second one. No, okay. sorry. That's sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great because we get exposure to different authors then. Yes. Yeah, but I love this this first one too. So I can't wait for your next one to come out. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the authors, um, how many or how did you get them in here? Like, I'm sure a lot of people applied to be in this book, correct? No, no, it didn't. Oh. It wasn't like that at all. Um, because yeah, it didn't start out that way. What happened was I went through all the authors who at the ooh, at that point, which was pre at the beginning of the pandemic had been on the podcast. And I sent like a mass email to everybody and said, I'm starting this thing. Would anybody be interested in writing? 
And basically, whoever wrote back and said yes ended up getting in the book. Oh, that's so <laughs> um, and then as I would interview people, I would say, by the way, I'm doing this anthology. Would you be interested? Um, and that's how more people came. So a lot of it, and even for the second book, was who I had talked to right then or in that month or it was not as um strategic perhaps but uh some of them were inspired by the topics where i knew somebody mentioned to me in an interview that they had trouble sleeping so i was like will you write for the sleep section stuff like that yeah so do you have any cool backstories on some of these essays have, have any authors told you more that they didn't really divulge <laughs> um yeah i mean for the new one, Lily King, who's one of my favorite authors, I don't know if you write if you read Writers and Lovers, but it was so, so good. Um, she wrote an essay for the second anthology about her daughter um, having Lyme disease and the health issues that that brought. So we have stayed in touch about that. And now I like check in all the time, not all the time, but I check in occasionally to make sure she's okay. And I've been sort of, you know, I just feel so invested in it and in her life. And I hope I'm not like, creepy and stalking but I'm always just like you know hope things are okay how's this going blah 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 so yeah I, I've gotten to know authors as friends honestly in so many ways after I hear all the stuff so that's so nice that you give them a voice and then you have such a caring personality and you follow up and that's that's so admired I'm so admi <laughs> inspired by you <laughs> so what have you heard from readers about moms don't have time to I've gotten great responses from readers and I'm so happy about that because my whole goal is to get the right story to the right person when they need it most. Like yeah. if I, when I find out like on a DM or an email or something, somebody who says, wow, this essay was exactly what I needed mm -hmm. um, at the exact right time. I mean, there's like nothing better than that. Um, so yeah, people are finding it easy to read. They'll read in the pickup line, they'll read at night. And it's not just for moms of school age kids or anything like that. I mean, a lot of, a lot of the ones in this book are written by men. Um, Malcolm Mitchell, who was a football player uh, and started this whole reading charity called Read with Malcolm, wrote an essay, as did Rex Ogle, uh, about his book, Free. well, he had written, he's written two books, Free Lunch and Punching Bag, and he wrote about his childhood and his grandmother and their relationship. And so it's not just moms, um, but I figure, you know, if I get all the moms in the world, I'll be doing pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so you can read them in short chapters. You won't fall asleep. The essays are like five minute reads yeah. um, and they they pack a good punch. Yeah. And I actually listened to it on audio. And it, Oh, thank you. Yeah, I just love it because when I'm driving my daughter everywhere all over creation, I, I can listen to it on the way back or running my errands. So yeah, I just... It, it took me forever to record that audiobook. So I am so personally grateful to you for listening to it. I, and then I, I just like having the hard copy too, because it's one of those books that I'll open up to and flip to and read an essay here and there. It, you don't have to read it from cover to cover. No, not at all. Yeah. So, so I'm curious about the publication journey. What was that like? Well, for this book, I had met before the pandemic with two executives from a company called Skyhorse, and it's a publishing company I hadn't really heard of before, but they, when I met with them, I was so impressed at the speed at which they could bring books to market. And they said, we can get a book out in two weeks if we need to. And I was like, well, hallelujah, because it always <laughs> sounds so slow. So when this book 
so the essays for the first anthology, I had originally posted one at a time up on my website during the pandemic. And then I realized after months that I had enough essays for a book. I was like very excited to realize this, mm -hmm. but I wanted it to come out right away because it was so timely because a lot of them did talk about the pandemic. In the second one, they don't. Okay. The second one, it's much more general, mm -hmm. but I wanted it to come out while we were all still sort of reeling from that. Mm -hmm. So I just sent it to them only. And I was like, hey, I heard you said you could get things out quickly. Do you want to take this? It's completely done, professionally edited, ready to go. I have contracts with every author. What do you think? And they were like, sure. Well, that, that's great. And you're right. It is so timely because it is something that mothers want to read now when you're going through uh, the quarantine and COVID. And so I, I'm glad that you found a publisher who could work that fast. And speaking of publishers, <laughs> so you now started Zivi Books and I am so excited to hear more about that. I am so excited to be doing it. I do not have the time to be doing this. I'm literally like in a complete like meltdown personally being like, how could I possibly have taken on like another full-time job? <laughs> but uh, I'm super excited. As I said, I've gotten to know so many authors, right? And so I've heard a lot from them about their frustrations and what they wish was different. And then myself, um, I've now worked with three publishers, Skyhorse, who I mentioned. I've worked with Penguin Random House for my children's book, which is coming out in April, called Princess Charming. You can pre-order that now. And also a memoir from Little A, which is a division of Amazon Publishing. So I've also gotten now to see what how it works and how different publishers approach things differently, what I would want, what they do that's really great, and what that I would like to see happen. So... I've been working on this for a while. I almost did it a year ago and then like slammed on the brakes at the last second. And I'm glad I did because I have so much more experience now. And our whole mission is to put the author at the center of everything and redo publishing from the ground up as if the way I would want it to work if I were an author, which I am, which I guess I am. But, um, I know, you know, my books are coming out and I was like, oh, I want like the Zimmy Books treatment of this book. Yeah. So, um, uh, so we're changing up basically every element of publishing, like sort of systematically going through, how could this be better? How could that be better? So everything from um, sales, which we're doing through a distributor, but also enlisting the support. So if anybody's listening and wants to get involved, uh, we are coming, uh, enlisting the support of book ambassadors all over the country who have relationships with their local indie, love books, want to be a part of things, want to make a difference. And we have like hundreds of women. It's so exciting. I just like posted about it. So uh, that's one of my main priorities is to grow this group of people who can help us on the ground, hyper local, spread the word to their friends, their community, help get the books in more places. Um, because word of mouth is really how books sell. And it has to be, I mean, it has to be a good book, A, and all, these books will be good. We're going to do 12 books a year. I should have started with that, fiction and memoir. And uh, our whole tagline and philosophy is telling it like it is. So we don't want fantasy, sci-fi, you know, we want just like accessible books that are right for now. Um, and we're excited about that. Yeah. So yeah, we're changing up how we pay our employees, the team structure, the bonus structure, um, profit sharing among authors, how we're handling, like we're really gonna work to make the authors, you know, we don't wanna wait, we don't wanna only take authors who have a platform, right? We wanna build up people's platforms and we know what we're doing. So we wanna help people, social media, PR, media training, all the stuff. We wanna like, you know, manufacture rock stars. 
That's that's wonderful. That that is a lot to take on. And I did sign up for your book at Ambassadors. Yay! Oh, good. Oh, I'm so glad. Oh, yeah. Awesome. We will be in touch. I, there are a lot of emails going on around that right now. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So we have this already up. So people can order this book now. Then yes. moms don't have to have time to have kids comes out on November second. That one and that yes. can be pre-ordered. Yes. Please and do. then your children's book. Yes, Princess Charming comes out April 19th, okay. and it's about a girl who can't seem to find her thing, and then she realizes that her thing is that she never gives up. Okay, so. I'll be buying that for my daughter. Thank you. <laughs> please do. Yeah, my, my kids love that one. Um, so cute. My daughter's like, could you please come into school and read it to my class? So um, yeah, and then in July, uh, I have my memoir coming out, which I'm so excited about. I mean, that was honestly the goal, the, the, the driver for starting the podcast in the beginning is I really wanted to sell this memoir, um, which I've now rewritten like a hundred times. Um, but I'm really excited for that. So good. So I can't wait to hear more about the memoir too. So, well, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me this morning and sharing everything that you have going on. You, you have a lot going on. <laughs> I have a lot going on, but I'm so blessed. It's so exciting and fun. And it it has a lot of momentum right now. And I'm just going to like ride this wave until I come crashing down on the beach. So, <laughs> Well, I wish you the best of luck with everything. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening. Soulful Series is hosted by me, Annie Catherine. Soulful Series is a Vienna Studios production produced by Vanessa Ferlano. Music by Vanessa Ferlano. Catch you next time, part of the ACAST community.